If you're anything like me, then you know what it feels like to have big aspirations. You want abundance in all of its forms, a feeling of abundance that starts within, that you cultivate by loving yourself, a physical manifestation of abundance that might be more than enough money, a home, travel, a thriving business. If you're also like me, then you know what it feels like to have these aspirations, but never feel like you're getting any closer to bringing them to manifestation, to fruition, to life. In fact, you may feel like you're drifting farther and farther away from the life that you know you deserve and desire. So if you are like me, then that means doing a 180 is also possible for you. You can start making decisions that take you in the other direction, to living life on your terms, living life that is in alignment with who you are and in flow with your energy, living a life of lavish abundance, soul's fulfillment, and great happiness. In this episode, you'll hear stories about five behaviors that I had that were not serving me and life and were holding me back from freedom, abundance, and fulfillment. Overcoming these obstacles will help you feel more in alignment with your personal power and fearlessly confident. You are listening to the Confidently You podcast. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber, and I'm a communication and embodiment coach with a purpose to help you start reclaiming your truth with confidence. I'm obsessed with helping you transform your life by pushing the boundaries of what is possible by exploring the edge of your consciousness. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to master your energy, how to manifest with it, and choose adventure amidst life's challenges while overcoming unconscious self-sabotage. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something that you can learn. And with confidence, you can communicate anything into existence that your soul is destined for. So if you love personal development, spirituality, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. Mm, We have a delightfully juicy episode for you today. I'm going to be talking about five reasons why you may not be living your dream life. And I, uh, I've actually been working on this episode for quite some time. And, and when I say that, I don't mean like I've been sitting and staring at my computer screen trying to figure out what I'm going to write. Um, rather, what I've been doing is kind of keeping this episode at the back of my mind and revisiting my notes about it and treat um, and treating it kind of like a journal. So I've been, you know, I've been working on this episode for probably about two months or so is when the idea first came to me because I, I had this one 
one reason that I knew for sure that was a reason why you might not be living your dream life because this is this one thing um, is something that was really holding me back for the longest time. So then it inspired me to come up with a few other things that might be holding you back from living a life of freedom and in alignment with who you really are. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a moment to remind you that registration for my free upcoming masterclass called Abundant by Design is still available for, uh, is still open for registration. That is going to close on Friday, September 24th at 11.59 p.m. Central Standard Time. And this is hosted over Zoom, so you are definitely going to want to uh, register so that you can get the link for that and also have access to the free corresponding workbooks that uh, you will be given as well free as part of registering for the free masterclass and this masterclass is what is going to open up the launch for confident by design so if you recall i introduced confident by design in a few episodes back and Confident by Design is my new six-month group coaching container that is designed to help women connect with their unique voice and energy so that you can put a fulfilling vision for your life into action that aligns with your truth and personal power, your abundance blueprint, and soul's purpose. This, inside of Confident by Design, you are going to learn Um, how to expand your unconscious capacity. And we're going to do that together over that six month period of time. You are going to embody the principles of cycle syncing and embody your unique human design. This uh, is only limited to 10 people. It is meant to be a small, intimate group coaching container uh, to help you feel safe as you progress through your personal transformation. So I'm so excited and so honored to be telling you about this. And if you are interested in hearing about Confident by Design, there is a wait list that you can sign yourself up for. And the link for that will be in the show notes. And if you are curious about Abundant by Design, Abundant by Design is taking one of the modules of Confident by Design and showing you how just what one week's worth of work can do to really change your life. And so Abundant by Design is like the baby sister of Confident by Design. So in Abundant by Design, we are going to solely focus on your abundance blueprint, so how you manifest money, and uh, give you a taste of what your life would be like inside of Confident by Design. So I invite you to register for the free masterclass that takes place September 25th and 26th, a two-day, two-day masterclass at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you can't make the live event, then there will be uh, live recordings that you will have lifetime access to. And a couple of days after, uh, after Abundant by Design, we will then open up the cart for Confident by Design if it feels like what your soul is calling for you to do. 
So I so look forward to seeing you in Abundant by Design and any few, those few special souls that are going to make their way into Confident by Design. All right, now let's get into the five reasons why you may not be living your dream life. Reason number one, you unconsciously fear the change that occurs when you come from a place of truth. So what I mean by truth is, and and coming from a place of truth, is your entire being and the your entire expression of who you are as a person always comes from your authentic self. Meaning that when you say yes, you confidently say yes. You you are confident in your yes. You it's a hell yes when you say yes and you comfortably say no and your no is nourishing. It's your no it um your no is how you have boundaries and no is how you maintain and enforce and establish mutual respect in your relationships. So all the time or every time when you come from a place of truth, that's what I mean, is you're always expressing your authentic self. So I'll say this again. Reason number one, is you unconsciously fear the change that occurs when you come from a place of truth. So this is what happens when you come when you when you speak your truth. So let's note that change is the only constant that we know for sure of in this life. And with each action that we take, something always changes. Like every with every action there is an equal or opposite reaction right so you always create change with every movement with every action that you take on a micro or macro scale and that includes those unconscious actions like our heartbeats digestion hormone secretion etc all of those actions that we do unconsciously also create change in the body So let's look at an example. And out of the many examples that I can think in life where I was not following my truth, I'll use the example of the time when I had to let go of a toxic friendship. I was friends with this woman. We'll call her Karen for the sake of this story. I think I actually introduced her in the last podcast episode. Karen was a wonderful woman. Remember, that's not her name, but that's what I'm calling her. (laughs) Karen is a wonderful woman, but our energies did not mesh well. And every time that I spent time with her, and even outside of spending time with her, I always felt this energetic drain, this like vacuum that she was for my energy. And it was so, so draining to be around her. It exhausted me. And long story short, after six years of being very close friends with her, I finally decided this is not meant for me anymore. The past six years have not been the friendship that I was looking for. This friendship does not align with my truth. Our values are too different. Our core values, this is not the right friendship for me. And it took me a very long time to get the guts to tell her like, this is not 
a friendship that I can have anymore. She has a very strong, powerful voice that talks over people and interrupts people. And so I eventually decided to write a letter to her because I knew that if I confronted her even kindly and politely and patiently, I knew that I still wouldn't be able to get my message out. And so I finally spoke my truth and told her, we can't be friends anymore. And that was so difficult and a very difficult and challenging decision to make. But after I did it, I was so relieved. I felt weightless, like I had taken this this baggage that was on me and I'd let it go and I felt so free and liberated. And I knew at that point, okay, that was really hard, but it was the right decision for me. That was my truth. And it took me so long to get to that point because I was afraid of what would happen when I spoke my truth. I was afraid of the changes that would occur when I spoke my truth. I was afraid of the backlash. I was afraid of um, her confrontation. I was afraid of all of these things that would become the aftermath of me speaking my truth to her, but it worked. It paid off. I am much happier and I feel more powerful. Um, And I built that confidence in myself because that going through that experience gave me the confidence to um, establish and enforce boundaries in other areas of my life. Because with every action that you tell yourself that you're going to take and then actually follow through with it, that is how you build confidence. So that experience was life-changing for me. And I'm very glad that I chose to spoke my truth then. So something always changes with each action that we take. And this is going to be either to the betterment or the detriment of yourself. And in order to always take action for the betterment of yourself, because why would you try to take action that is self-sabotaging on purpose? In order to always take action for the betterment of yourself, you need to know yourself. You need to know what is your truth. Coming from a place of truth, coming from a place of authenticity, this is the tool that helps you manifest anything you want in life. The more that you speak your truth, the more you you come to know your true self, the more you know your true self and the more you speak your truth. So, Let's look at it this way to kind of make this a little bit more clear if you're, in case you're still not quite getting it. So look at it this way. If you are living your life through the lens of someone who isn't true to you, so if you're being someone that you're not, are you really asking for the true things you want in your life? Are you truly becoming a magnet for your desires or are you asking for things through the filter of the version of you that is only on the surface and not in tune with what it is you want? Meaning, are you trying to live your life as someone else? Are you asking for things that other people want and disguising it? as what it is you want, just so that you can get a sense of belonging, to fit in, to be like the rest of the crowd. Tapping in to truth 
means that you will only express what works for the betterment of you that asks for what you desire. So in other words, when you speak your truth, the decisions that you make are always going to be in alignment for you. And when you make decisions that are in alignment for you, this means that you're on a path of fulfillment. It means you're on a path of abundance, of personal growth, of 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 betterment of self. I'm not really sure how I can explain it any other way. But when you come from truth, you are always going to make the decisions that are best for you. And when you make a decision that is best for you, that's the best decision for everyone. And so when you come for a place of truth, you are always asking for things that are truly in alignment with you. And when I say ask, I'm really talking about manifesting here. So declaring what it is that you want and desire and then taking action to bring that manifestation to fruition. And with every action you take, change occurs, as I said. And many of us are afraid of the change we are capable of making because it requires in an identity shift to occur. Stepping out of our habits, stepping out of our self-sabotaging behaviors. We're comfortable there. That is the comfort zone because this is behavior that we have been doing for, for, for days, months, years, maybe decades. Maybe this is something we've been doing for decades. And to, it's, it's easier to stay in the comfort zone and can continue to perpetuate self-sabotaging behavior than it is to take action and push yourself to make change and 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 do something that's better for you like that's that's the difficult thing to do and not everyone takes the more difficult route of devoting your energy to making changes in your habits because that takes energy right and that's outside of the comfort zone and that usually means that you have to be a different person that takes that kind of action that doesn't engage in the self-sabotaging behavior and that and taking on a new identity is scary to the ego it seems unsafe not having been there before so you may fear the identity shift that needs to occur and this is something that we we talk about inside of Confident by Design. You learn to study the future version of you and begin to embody that new identity without fear. You learn to work in partnership with the ego. Learn to expand your unconscious capacity so that you can embody that future version of you who experiences amazing, lavish, abundance, fulfillment. Okay, so number two, you are focusing too hard on doing instead of being. Need I remind you that you are a human being, not a human doing. I recently listened to this really great podcast episode. I want to say it was on uh, Sahara Rose's um, 
Higher Self podcast, I think it's called. And she had a guest on called, uh, named Brianna Lynn. And I, I don't know her last name. I did check her Instagram before I came on here, but she just says Brianna Lynn is her name. So I don't know her whole name. But um, I heard her on uh, this podcast. And she beautifully articulated this idea that everyone in the world is out of balance with their yin and yang energy. We, we tend to be overabundantly tapped into our yang energy and it creates this disharmony within ourselves. And I can absolutely relate to this because I used to work 70 hours a week, very much so um, overabundant in my yang energy and this created so much disharmony within myself and this is how I eventually learned about the idea or I was really able to embody the wisdom about um, being instead of doing because now I'm I'm now more focused on tapping into my yin energy and letting go of that overabundance of the yang energy. It's a delicate balance. You need both and they both exist within each other. And in case you're unfamiliar with what uh, these energies are all about, yin and yang, then here's a quick little summarization. Literally translated, yin means black and yang means bright. Yang energy is masculine, not to be confused with male. I don't even like calling it masculine because it creates so much confusion for people that I find. So it's not male, but it's masculine energy. And this, this is just like a label, I suppose, that they came up with when they were translating this into something that's more commonly known in English. I'm not too sure. But this manifests as the sun, so it's bright, taking action, fire, wood, summer, giving, structure. These are all forms of yang or, or masculine energy. Yin energy is feminine. Again, not to be confused with female, but feminine as a label. It's black. It's dark. It's receiving energy. It's wisdom. It's rest. It's winter. And so we are overabundant in yang energy in this world. And this is why we feel so burnt out and why, you know, honestly, there was a beautiful blessing hidden in COVID that we all had an opportunity to rest a little bit more, to get more in tune with our yin energy and release some of that yang energy. And here's the problem when we have too much yang energy is, again, we feel burnt out. There's too much structure and not enough space for flow in life. We are all about logic and not enough intuition. So more left brain, not enough right brain. And it also perpetuates a world in which we overconsume when we are too much in our yang energy. So now getting back to what I heard from Brianna Lynn on this podcast is she talks about this idea that we need to supplement our yin energy. She uses the metaphor that when you get scurvy, it's because you are deficient in vitamin C. So how do you cure your, cure your scurvy? You take an abundance of vitamin C more than you would if you were healthy to begin with. 
So since nearly everyone is deficient of yin energy, we all need to supplement our yin, which means that in order to get back to a balanced and harmonized state with with our coexisting energies, we need to indulge in and experience our yin energy more than our yang until we eventually experience balance and achieve balance. And when it comes to manifestation, yin energy is equally as important as yang. Actually, not even when it comes to just comes to manifestation. I'm talking about just living life in harmony in general. But yes, in manifestation as well, they are equally important. We live in this generator and manifestor, manifesting generator world of let's get shit done, let's do it all, we have so much energy, blah, blah, blah. And don't get me wrong, getting shit done is freaking amazing and 100% necessary, but we need to also reserve space for the yin. After all, what good is taking action if we don't have the energetic space to receive the benefits and rewards of our actions. There has to be a delicate balance in place so that you are just as open to receiving your manifestation as you are willing to take action for it to happen. There needs to be both because both are necessary in order for your manifestation to happen. Most of us are so hardwired and programmed to take action and yet we also we just don't value the receiving enough we're too focused on action and don't give enough attention or focus to receiving and this is one of the reasons we don't feel safe in receiving because we get all these mixed messages from various places like society um, our parents in the previous generations our jobs um, we get these messages that rest is not productive And this is not true. I talked about this a lot back in episode 30, um, Staying in Flow. Um, I think that's what that episode was called. Yeah, about staying in flow. And I talked a lot about how rest is productive. And we need to work on rewiring our brains to believe that. Again, you are a human being, not a human doing. Having awareness about your energetic vibration matters because when you are resting and resting with confidence, you emit an energy, a vibration of undying faith that even when I rest, my manifestations come to me. This is the energy that you put out because I'm in because uh, when you when you have this like this uh, this energy that you emit, you're in receiving mode right now. You're saying I'm in my, I'm in receiving mode right now, and I'm ready. I'm willing. I'm deserving of receiving my heart's desires, and this is so powerful, and it's productive to have that that faith um, to to emit that undying faith in your energy. Versus having an energy of desperation, thinking that if you rest, you'll be steps and steps behind when this could be further from the truth. This is why learning about cycle syncing and human design is so freaking effective and critical if you want to manifest with little resistance and for your manifestations to come to you easily and simply. We are all designed to give and receive energy differently and designed to work alongside source energy in our own unique way. 
manifestation is more about being instead of doing. What is the energetic disposition of the person I want to become? What is the being like of the person that I want to become? Study the future you. There are more answers there instead of overanalyzing mistakes that you've made in the past because that's studying the past you. Yes, we need to be aware of our mistakes, but we don't need to focus on them. Instead, focus on the future. Who it is that I need to become? Who do I embody? Being and embracing our yin energy is something that we put heavy focus on in Confident by Design. We spend a lot of time on learning about embodiment and being instead of doing, you know, focusing on resting more and how there is, there are actually superpowers within resting. And you can also, um, if you didn't catch the last episode, uh, episode Uh, 29 that I was just talking about (laughs) uh, with human design or maybe it was episode 30. Yes, staying in flow um, episode 30. You're also going to find some more information about that in that episode. So number three, you have, you may have a lack mindset instead of an abundance mindset. And this is something that I really struggled with for a long time. So going back to the example of how I used to work 70 hours a week, well, my intention behind working 70 hours a week was that, oh, I need to work a lot more so that I can make sure that I can pay my bills. And so always this intention of like, am I going to be able to pay my bills? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? And I would just manifesting more worry about being able to pay my bills. And it just perpetuated me working more and more. But I learned that the intention behind your actions is more important than the actions that you take. This is again a reflection of how in tune you are with your yin energy. Intentions are vital and it's in that yin energy that we set intentions and nailing your intention and being authentic about your intention is what is going to fuel the actions that you take. Yin and yang coexist. They are not competitive energies. Rather, they are collaborating energies. They give rise to each other when they are in harmony. So let's look at the example of paying bills when it comes to having a lack mindset versus an abundance mindset. So say you're sitting down to review your finances and pay your bills. And if you sit down with the fear of, am I going to have enough money to pay my bills? Oh, I'm so dreading paying my bills because I don't want to see the balance remaining afterward. Will I even have a balance remaining afterward? What if I can't pay all of my bills? And you would instead have a much more pleasurable and exciting experience with your money if you look at it from a different perspective. And I recommend having a date with your money to do this. So what I do when I have a date with my money, I put on my money playlist. It's like a sexy, sensual playlist where I listen to people talking like and rapping and singing or different genres of music, all talking about money. And it makes me feel abundant as fuck. (laughs) So I put on some music. I, maybe I light a candle or I light some incense. I usually have some sort of smell going on because my strongest cognition is smell by human design and smell is how I connect with my desires. So I usually have some side of smell going on and I just get into this mindset 
of like, okay, I am so abundant. The, the numbers that are on my screen, because I, I use a computer to take, uh, to track my money. So the numbers that show up on my screen are not a reflection of my worth. They are simply money. It's simply money that I have. I am always abundant, no matter how much money that I have. And I'm always taken care of, you know, just really like getting into a different mindset. I might even do some hip movement to, um, shake up some of that energy that's been stagnant in my sacral area or in my womb space. So really like feeling connected and safe and grounded in my body before I start looking at my money. So I have a date with my money. And instead of dreading the bills that I pay, I instead practice gratitude towards my bills while I'm paying them. So I might say something like, I'm so grateful for my energy so grateful for my energy bill because that means I was able to have hot water and heat in my house. Thank you so much for this service because it enhances my daily life. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's easy for you to say, Amber. You say that coming from a place of privilege. And you know what? You are absolutely right to an extent, but I haven't always been as privileged as I am now. I have definitely had some serious money problems throughout my life. I used to be in tears, sobbing tears, like twice per month when I would go over the finances. I was always incredibly fearful and worrisome about money, and it took some serious major mindset shifts and like a serious commitment to improving my relationship with money to get where I am now and changing my belief systems, my thought patterns, what I believe to be true about money. These are all things that I had to address and these are all things that I share with you inside of Confident by Design. We need more good people to have money in this world and having an abundance mindset is one of the ways or is probably like the number one way to get there. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because your dream life includes abundance. So abundance, having an abundance mindset is going to be key for that. Believing that money is an infinite resource and it always effortlessly flows your way, you know, really adopting that and not fearing or demonizing money because you will only attract more fear. And this actually brings me to my next tidbit um, or my next point. So number four is you find ways, um, if you aren't living your dream life, you may find ways to self-sabotage before you make any significant progress. This is a big one. This is a big one because most of us are not consciously aware that we are doing this why you ask? Because most of our self-sabotage happens unconsciously. So what do I mean by self-sabotage? I've said that a lot. Self-sabotage is any action you take that is out of alignment with your intentions, goals, and your energetic potential. It's out of alignment with your authentic self or it's misaligned with with your authentic self. And the most common example that I can think of is when it comes to money. And I love talking about money if that wasn't obvious. So let's look at more, let's look at a more specific example of money. In my own experience within my money story, my programming, my unconscious programming 
showed me that money was scarce. And if you happen to obtain more than you were used to bringing in, then you had better find something to put it towards or else it's going to go towards something that you don't want. Or holding on to money meant that I would inevitably accumulate and continue to accumulate more money and I've never had the identity of someone who has had wealth before and that's scary. This is what the ego does and this is all unconscious usually. So a clear-cut example of this, I, I like to use the example of lottery winners. So you know you how you hear stories about people that won the lottery and you know they won, let's say they won $100,000 and they go through the money so quick and they end up going bankrupt. Well, the reason why this happens, I mean, yeah, of course people are going to go on a spending escapade, but what's also really happening unconsciously is that in order for a person to obtain that kind of wealth, well, first of all, they'd have to have a greater sense of unconscious capacity, but they also have to feel safe in maintaining that kind of money. And when I say safe, I mean feel safe embodying the identity of a person that has wealth. That means changing their current level of identity. So doing identity work, doing embodiment work, doing the, doing the expansion of your unconscious capacity so that you can feel safe throughout that whole process, you know? So that is how you can, you can seamlessly and more easily make those identity shifts so that you can go from not having enough money like I used to and to to earning more money and being able to keep more money and ask for what you're worth and make that more money. When I was growing up, my mom worked four jobs for in and out of, you know, not consistently, but there were times that she'd be working like three to four jobs throughout my whole childhood, and she busted her ass to make ends meet for us. And my dad also busted his ass, but made more money, but he made more money than my mom. Um, but he's the one that showed me how to really spend it. <laughs> my dad is almost 50 and doesn't have much to show for all of his hard work over his life. He doesn't have a savings account. He doesn't have investments. He doesn't have like really any possessions of any significant value. I mean, don't get me wrong, I fucking love my dad, but he spent a lot of money on things that we didn't need when we were growing when I was growing up, and he also, you know, spent his money on experiences that were unhealthy like drinking and partying. No, don't get me wrong, there was definitely some travel in there which was awesome. I love love the idea of spending money on experiences instead of like material possessions so travel being one of those things but overall in my opinion he could have made some better choices with his money and I feel comfortable saying that on this podcast because I've told him that in person love you dad but you're here on here I don't even think he listens to me anyway so that's okay (laughs) and anyways I somehow unconsciously took in this really weird programming through the culmination of my mom and dad's work ethic to their spending habits. It just like created this weird programming for me in the sense that I learned that you have to work super hard to earn a lot of money and when you have it, you spend it. 
And there's something about this programming which I felt unsafe in resting because I thought I couldn't earn money if I rested. And I felt unsafe to have money because I was never shown what it's like to live life with keeping money in the bank, you know, having that financial financial freedom. So as a young adult, um, this... There was some lessons when I, when I was a young adult. I racked up a lot of credit card debt, student loans, car loans, a mortgage. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of those things have definitely served me in life. And I'm grateful, super grateful for the lessons I learned about money. But damn, it was hard. You know, having this programming to work really hard and spend a lot of it. And it's taken a lot of programming and work on myself to learn that you can have a different and more empowering relationship with money. And now my financial situation is very different, which brings me to my last point. Number five, you may not be living your dream life if you don't invest in yourself. Investing in myself has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. If you want to live your dream life, you must invest in yourself. You are your only guaranteed investment. You cannot count on the economy, the value of your house, your car, your stock investments, you know, anything else. That is all subject to change and at the mercy of your external reality. But you do have control over yourself. In fact, control over yourself is the only thing you do have control over. Investing in myself has changed my life. I stopped investing so much into material items like cars and expensive clothes, like how I did when I was in my when I was in my early 20s. I still invest in those things, like I have to maintain my car, I still have to put clothes on my body, but I am much more wise and mindful about those investments. I'm not impulsive about those investments. Investments. That's another beautiful gift that human design has given me. It's taught me that I'm not designed to make impulsive decisions. I'm not meant to make spontaneous decisions or else, because if I do, they are emotionally charged decisions and they don't actually align with what I want. So I need to wait until I get to emotional clarity before I make investments so that I can make sure that my investments are aligned for me. So I give myself one to three days before I make decisions, sometimes even longer if it's a really big investment. Like when I invested in my last business course, that was, that was a, oh, I want to say that was a $4,000 investment. I was waiting for that investment for like months before before I did it. You know, I made sh I wanted to make sure about it. So now I invest in my energy and my mindset. Over the past 2 years, I have invested over $10,000 into my mindset and personal development. I truly believe that when you invest in yourself, you will re receive a return of investments that 30 times greater than your initial investment. And admittedly, I'll be completely transparent here. Admittedly, on paper, my financial situation doesn't really look that different from what it did two years ago. I still have a lot of debt, or I like to call it, or I prefer to call it past owing investments. But, 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 big but. 
over the past two years, my quality of life has exponentially increased. My family travels spontaneously. Granted, not very far because of COVID, but we do travel. And when I say spontaneously, I don't mean like, oh, hey, let's all of a sudden make a trip over there. I don't mean like that. I mean like we're able to to commonly, like often, go on trips. And, you know, often we can make those decisions with only a few days notice. So we've been traveling, you know, within our province. And we are now... We are now able to afford um, spontaneous expenses that arise without worry. So, you know, we've had to get our car repaired a couple of times or get some extra car maintenance done. I bought a new new computer. It's an iMac. Like that was an investment, right? And I was able to, I was able to buy that. Again, I waited, you know, a few days. I think I waited like two weeks to make sure that this was the right investment for me. I waited till I came to emotional clarity. This computer has been on my vision board for a while. I've wanted this computer for a long time and I just knew that it was right and I, I was able to buy it, you know, once I waited to come to emotional clarity. For me, it's not about like, is the money scary? It's more like, am I truly making an aligned decision. I want to make sure because I have a past history of making so many misaligned decisions with my money that I give myself a little bit more space um, in between my investments to make sure that I am choosing the ones that are best for me. Uh, We've been able to buy my partner a new cell phone, you know, when his cell phone broke with with little worry. Uh, We were able to buy a new dishwasher when our dishwasher broke that was several hundred dollars brand new that we were just able to do. I can afford to hire people in my business and not worry about paying them because I know that we have the money. You name it, lots of things have come up and we were just able to pay for those things and hardly bat an eye. Now, okay, maybe that's that's not stretching the tooth, but that's maybe just you know, being a little bit more nonchalant than I should be, you know, that makes it seem like we're being mindless about the things that we spend our money on, which is far from the truth. We're very mindful about what we invest and what we spend our money on. Um, But just to know that like, you know, things happen in life and to know that you're always going to be taken care of, that is, that's something that's really changed for us in the past couple of years. And we've been slowly working off our past investments and we have been able to invest that $10,000 plus into my mindset and my business. So ultimately on paper, things don't look that different when it comes to our debt because that tends to be one of the main things that people focus on when they look at a person's financial wellness and financial health. Um, so yeah, we still have that debt. Because we still, yeah, we still have it, but our financial well-being and how we feel about our money and the amount of money that we earn has exponentially improved. And it's only a matter of time before we see that next up level in our finances and we will be able to pay the remainder of our debt. So this investing in ourselves we really value it. If it weren't for investing in myself, in ourselves, I wouldn't have felt the strong urge to change there because there needs to be like a financial risk, I find, when you are looking to make strong change. That financial risk really helps you make change. Because here's what happens. 
when you invest in yourself. Investing in yourself means that you are taking radical responsibility for your life, taking responsibility for your outcome that you want to experience in life. When you invest in something, that's going to help you create the changes in your life. And when you invest a large amount of money, you signal to your unconscious that you mean business and that this self-sabotage that you've been doing is not going to make the cut anymore. So just like how I invested, like I want to say, I'm pretty sure that my program was $4,000 for my business program that I signed up for. That meant that, okay, none of this shit, none of this more victim mentality that I am talking about or that I am experiencing in my business, it's about time that I start taking charge of the results that I'm experiencing in my business. And I know that making an investment in my business is what's going to give me that kick in the ass and really fuel me to make those changes and get out of the self-sabotaging behavior. You are more likely to follow through and make those changes because there is a financial risk associated with you not following through in making changes. Because or else you just or else I would have just spent like four thousand dollars on nothing, right? If I don't make any changes. So those changes are likely to stick when you invest a high dollar amount. And the things I've invested in are a leadership program, my manifestation program, which at the time when I invested in my manifestation program, MBA, at the time, that was the biggest investment I had ever made in myself. It was something like, it was, it was around $3,000. It was that biggest investment I ever made, which is why I experienced such a dramatic up level after taking the program. It was after taking MBA that I had my first five-figure month in my life. My family had a five-figure income month after participating in MBA. And after MBA, M- MBA, I invested in a in that in the business program I've been talking about, and that's been helping me skyrocket in my business, which was an even greater investment than the manifestation program. It was over a thousand dollars more. I keep increasing the cost of my investments because the higher you up level, the greater you are going to invest your, in yourself and see greater value of return. Because you see, when you invest in yourself you increase your overall value as a person. You offer more value to the world. And if you are an entrepreneur or a creator like me, then you understand that when you increase your value, you can charge more for your services. And when you increase your value, you attract opportunities and experiences that are of higher value to you that increase your quality of life so that now we're getting talking about the dream life here now you don't have to be an entrepreneur because this absolutely applies to you if you have a job as well and i'll use my sister-in-law as an example she had been working in a job for about five years or so and she was and when she was at the job she also took a business course and got her business certificate and if i'm not mistaken i might not be 100 percent correct on this but Um, but if I'm not mistaken, this didn't have an immediate payoff for her. Like she didn't receive a pay raise, um, at the job she was at for receiving her business certificate. But a year later or so, she was approached by a new company and was offered a five figure annual pay raise, a huge increase 
from her previous job. So not to mention, she's also a manifester by human design. So working on startup companies is her bread and butter. So it was totally an aligned decision for her 100% following her design, which she doesn't really know because I haven't really talked to her about her human design, but it was totally aligned for her because working at startup companies is totally what a manifester is designed to do is getting things started, being the fire starter, And she also got a massive pay raise for doing it. So kudos to her for following her design. Now, she didn't have to pay for her schooling, like for her university education that put towards that business certificate. However, she did invest serious amounts of time and energy into her education. She was working a full-time job. She's a mom and going to school several nights a week to get this certification it's something that she didn't have to do but she did it because she knew it would pay off for her and it did she was totally right and it's because i know that it works to invest in yourself this is yet another reason why i have created confident by design i offer a lot of free content so that everyone from all walks of life can benefit from the message i put out but at some point you reach a plateau in what you can learn and what you can take in from free content it's all about the mindset when you approach the content and 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 how that affects the outcome At some point, when you're ready to up-level your life, you need to invest in yourself to see major results. And this is what you can expect to experience in Confident by Design. Confident by Design is my signature six-month group coaching program that focuses on helping you live life on your terms so that you can experience prosperity, live your personal power, and your soul's purpose all by your unique design. You will know how to manifest your deepest desires, maximize your energy so that you can avoid burnout and prioritize adequate time for rest by tuning into your yin energy. You'll experience expansion of your unconscious so that you can feel safe in receiving more abundance in your life. This program is so amazing and life-changing. You'll be welcomed into a small, intimate community of like-minded women all working towards a common goal. There And there's something so nourishing about being in a community like that. And there is so much more to learn when... Um, you know, more to learn than opposed to if it was a one-on-one session because you're getting so many minds working together, offering different values to the tables. You're all learning something together. And I have completely designed this program to work in flow with my own unique human design and to work in flow with a woman's menstrual cycle. So ladies listening, one example for how I have done this is the program is six months or 26 weeks long but there are only 20 weeks of content the content comes out three weeks at a time so week after week after week for up to three weeks but then after that three weeks we take a week off to rest during our menstruation and so this means that I get a week off from creating the content and hosting the calls and you get a week off to allow yourself to rest and receive intuitive downloads from the content that you experience so There is so much thought and detail put into this so that you can start reprogramming yourself to live in alignment with your energy. Now, I know for the Manny Gens and the generators out there that that might seem like a long time or a slow 
process for you. But the truth of the matter is, if you try to rush through this experience, you then, sure you can take in the content, you know, you can learn about all the things that I teach you, but it's the time that you need to really embody the wisdom that I teach you and so that it actually turns into wisdom for you. And so I break things up so that we go through everything slowly and spend a lot more time and get into more detail and get really specific about different things through, so we break down the cycle, we break down the centers in human design, we talk about, um, we quant about, talk about quantum reality, you know, we talk about all of these things and we get into a lot of detail in them so that A, we know, we know the details, but also so that we give ourselves that space for the embodiment. I'm, I'm so excited about this. I'm so passionate about it. And I, I'm so honored that I get to share this with you. Doors are opening up for this amazing program, September 29th, 2021, two days after Abundant by Design is complete so that everyone who participated in Abundant by Design can have an opportunity to catch up and to leave space for our emotional authorities to make an aligned, confident decision. To get on the waitlist for Confident by Design, I invite you to click the link in the show notes or visit my Instagram bio and find the link there. And to register for Abundant by Design, the free masterclass, you can find the link in the same places. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please share any major takeaways or breakthroughs by leaving a review or tagging me on your social media. It is so appreciated. And upon registering for Abundant by Design, I would also love if you took a screenshot of the registration and posted it on your stories, tagged me in it at confidently.amber so that more and more people can benefit from this life-changing information. Thank you so much, so much. I look forward to connecting with you in Abundant by Design and in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them. By screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.